Meanwhile, at the sword, station two, the keep, Aurora Monroe, Storm, confronts Abigail Brand. Vulcan versus Tarn today at sunset out of a clear blue sky. What is your game, Abigail? <laughs> what makes you think it has anything to do with me? <laughs> He'll lose against Tarn. Well, you didn't. Oh, Tarn was arrogant. He thought stealing my power gave him room to gloat. And now he knows better. Instead of gloating, he just, he kills with a single thought. Well, 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 well. You seem awfully worried, Storm. Is it that you think Vulcan will lose? Or are you worried he'll win? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right, the laugh is enough. What? What? Why are you laughing like a supervillain? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm on your side. I'm a Krakoan through and through. I'm a, we're all on the same team. I'm a good guy. Listen, you're laughing like a villain. What? Your hair is messy all of a sudden. What? And you're sitting like a lesbian. Are you a villain? I, I'm i sorry. I'm just, I just, you know, these are new pants and I'm trying to get the creases and I don't know why I'm sitting like this. And, and it was, I don't know what you're talking about. I have no evil plans. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, there it is shit. again. There it is again. Shit. See, shit. Wait, you are plaid. Uh, uh, you're getting defensive. I have no idea what you're talking about. I am not evil. Cut the shit, Broccoli Lady. Everybody knows you're evil. Everybody. Even Kitty. What? But Kitty's an idiot. I know. And Uh, even she knows. Look, if you're going to do this, can I... Sister to sister, could you... Okay. Could you hide it better? Okay, Okay, I'll try. It's just smiling isn't easy for me. I'll try, try it. I'll try it. Relax your face. Okay. All right. Now tighten your cheek muscles upwards. All right, here we go. Aurora, it's so glad to see you. <laughs> Damn it! Welcome to episode 225 of Comic Book Queer's colon Legacy. I am your host, Brett, and with me, as always, is the evilest evil, evil Jeff. Hello, evil. <laughs> Actually, that should be the new title, um, Comic Book Queer's colon. I like that. This is like, talk <laughs> and about put an apostrophe. <laughs> put an apostrophe after queers. <laughs> Comic Book Queer's possessive colon. Oh, did you know for Pride that for Pride Month, different restaurants are doing bottom recipes? <laughs> Ridiculous. What? Like, it, like stuff that's easy to digest and won't go through you? Yeah, they won't give you the runs. And it's like fast food restaurants. I'm like, no, nothing. There's nothing. Taco Bell now presents their bottom menu. Yeah, which is you, you just order just lettuce. Order a Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Or even that's not... No, a Diet Coke is a diuretic, too. No, fuck it. You're just screwed. Have you seen... If you're a bottom, you are. Have you seen the trailer for the movie Boys, Billy Eichner's upcoming movie? Yes. There is a line where somebody... It's like a straight family, and the husband is like to Billy Eichner, maybe you're both bottoms, and that's the problem. And then the little girl just yells, bottom dance! And the officer 
shaking their butts. And Billy Eichner says, God, gay sex was so much better when straight people were uncomfortable with it. <laughs> and I just, I just love, I just love a little kid going bottom dance. Yeah. Well, if it's any comfort, Billy Eichner, there's many preachers going out um, saying oh. that all gays should be executed. So killed. Yes. Yeah. Killed. Oh, people did you see so there's a guy running for Congress who said mm-hmm. he wants to restart the American House of, uh, of, of what is it? Un- of unethical House activities. of American activities. Yeah, House of America. And, House and basically charge every McCarthy. gay person with treason and have them executed. Amazing. Great. Great. He'll be president shortly. Sorry. I'm having attitude because uh, Father's Day was recently and I called my dad and it was the first time he started goading me on politics. And I, He's a Trumper, so I try not to like engage, but he started goading me. And then we got into a fight, so it was like a very bad Father's Day call. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. That was his choice. He kept on he being like, do that on he Father's kept on Day. telling me that he's like, well, good luck living in California. What is your gas now? $10. I heard you're running out of water. I'm like, what is going on? I'm, we're fine. Everything's fine. I mean, it's not. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. And It's no worse fi- than everywhere else. And the president doesn't control gas. Yes. Republicans do. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, comic books. We're here to talk about comic books and be fabulous. Happy Pride. Yes. Is there any hot topics? Um. Oh, you know what? I do have a hot topic. Hit that music. What are you going to hit? Hot, hot topics. topics. Um, Kevin Faggy just <laughs> kind of announced, kind of, and I'm getting my source from comicbook.com, um, which is a great site. Uh, he kind of hinted that phase five that phase four is ending soon and i believe it's supposed to end with fantastic four i'm like not soon enough but that phase five um will bring in the next event so phase four is kind of like a slow build-up phase and then phase five i believe will be very overtly secret wars and do you think some the, X-Men the will show up in The Secret Wars? I think the X-Men will show up after The Secret Wars. I do. I really think the X-Men are going to be a phase six thing. All right. Which, I'll be dead. I know, right? Because that preacher is going to be, or the congressman is going to be president. Jesus Christ. No, I'll be dead from old age. Hurry it up. We need to hurry up. Like, if I die before MCU X-Men, I don't know. I'm going to come back as some sort of spiritual, supernatural creature that's going to wreak havoc across the land. I'll just say that. I want them now! Um, But yeah, it looks like we're really headed towards Secret Wars. And evidently after or during Quantumania, because Kevin Feige said, um, we're going to get a tiny, tiny, tiny more clear about where this is all going very soon. He said tiny three times. So I'm like, okay, so in Quantum Ant-Man. okay. Yeah. So that's fun. Are they killing off um, Evangeline Lilly? <laughs> now that she's I don't know. crazy? I don't know. She's crazy. I don't know. I had the same question about Letitia Wright because I watched Death on the Nile last night, the Agatha Christie movie. Yeah. And she's in it. And she's really good in it. I mean, huh. that movie is. I watched it. It's. It's not that. Good. It was okay. It was not that good of a movie. I guessed the murders, murderers in the beginning. Oh, oh. See, I saw the seventies one, so I already like. 
Oh, I've never seen it. That oh, was okay. Like, I'm so Agatha Christie, and I never read or saw Death on the Nile. Oh, because it's uh, um, the girl from Sex Education, uh, Mia Farrow, plays her part in the 70s one. I'm sorry, Mia Farrow yes. is in Sex Education? No, the girl from Sex Education who is in Death on the Nile. Oh, gotcha. The, yeah, the character gotcha. okay. she plays, Mia yes. Farrow plays her. Yes, got you. I, I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. There's enough champagne to fill the Nile. Oh, thank God Gal Gadot bites it because her acting is painful. My husband was like, she just can't shed that accent, huh? She's not even going to try. The other thing that's... Meanwhile, you've got yeah. Jennifer Saunders doing American. I know, right? Jennifer Saunders is so great. The fact that it was French, it was French and Saunders, right? It was, yeah, it was Don French. It's so it weird seeing French and Saunders together doing just like full serious lesbians. I know. So <laughs> what a reveal. I what know. What a reveal. I, know. <laughs> I was so happy. I was like, that's why they got Saunders in French. Because they always wanted to be <laughs> lesbians. lesbians in a murder mystery. I know, right? The thing, uh, um, the other thing, speaking of Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, DC, how are they going to release Ooh, the Flash movie? There. How are they going to release the Flash <gasps> movie? Ezra Miller, did he kidnap a 12-year-old they, girl? What is happening? He needs to be put um, in a mental institution. They. Stop misgendering They, him. they. They. I'm sorry. I, just so, I get so mad when I think about them. And the fact that they've kidnapped a girl. It's hard to keep the pronouns straight. Know what I mean? Well, it's almost like it's an insult to these. I know. Well, like somebody's acting like a piece of shit, so my mind goes straight to he. I know, right? He, him. No, that's the thing. You're a they until you kidnap a twelve year old girl, <laughs> and <laughs> then it's like man. I don't want to. I don't want to besmirch any non binary person. No, that's, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? How are they going to release this movie? I have no idea. I have no idea. Meanwhile, they cut Amber Heard completely out of Aquaman two. And Ezra Miller has, but the but problem Ezra is Miller. you can cut Amber Heard out of Aquaman 2. You can't cut Ezra Miller out of The Flash. That's true. Can you imagine? There's no Flash. He's so He's fast. so fast. He's so he fast you just never see him. What if they just play the movie at like 100 times speed and it's over in like five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> and then the credits are really slow. <laughs> um, Ezra Miller, they need help. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's like off to the off to the mental oh, institution. But the rumor is that it's a good movie. The rumor is that DC finally got it right. Of course, of course, that is how irony. it always works. Right. Um. Remember when Meg Ryan's career was destroyed from a scandal? I don't know why. I'm what was her scandal? Her plastic surgery? No, she had an affair with uh, what's his name. Um, she had an affair. She cheated on Dennis Quaid, Quaid. with Russell, oh, Russell Crowe in the movie oh. they were making. And then the movie flopped, and then she never, her career never recovered. Oh my God. I want to, we're going to talk about the boys later. I wonder how Jack Quaid feels about all of this. Oh, I'm sure he has an opinion. I'm sure he does. He's not Jack Ryan, he's Jack Quaid. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> Jack um, Ryan's already taken. All right, how about we talk about some X-Men? Let's talk about some X-Men comic books. Hit it. Hit it. I want your X. We got two. Yes. So there's Wolverine. Come on. Shit. 
So there's Wolverine and all right. X Men Red. Else to say anything about it? Oh, Wolverine. Um, I yes. Just, I just don't. I want to say this, Danger. You have a baby girl. I hate it. Does is that Danger's baby? That little like cerebro thing running around? It looks around? like it. I, it's I Danger's care. baby. Danger is a baby. I hate it. I hate it all. I just don't care. Oh, it's the danger crawl space. <sighs> the danger nook. The danger alcove. So it's like, oh, we have the CIA, we have danger, we have Maverick, all trying to kill Deadpool and Wolverine. And I don't, yeah. I just don't care. I don't the, care. I know you don't care. The only thing I did like about this book is that it was, it was action-packed and it took place on the Vegas Strip. So... I'm already like, I will say slicing and dicing people in the Bellagio fountain. I love it. Yes. Yes. And I I will say I do have to hand it out of all the issues in this arc. This one is the best one because it was just, this is much better than the McHale shit. Like I, I don't mind. I like this arc. I don't, but I mean, I'm just saying even inside this arc in particular, this issue was more entertaining to me. Oh, I was able to get through it because the action was, was interesting I still don't care, but the previous issues, I was like, like struggling to even get through the, the issue. Yeah, but this this at least was like all out Wolverine, like it was good action. Yeah, it was good action, and that's really all we need to say about that. Actually, we have more than two books because I am keep I'm still reading the Iceman digital Ugh, comic. I need, to, I, I need to go on my X Men on my Marvel Unlimited and read that shit. Yeah, you do, and here's why. So remember, I, I mean, sometimes I'm an idiot and I don't read things right. And it happens to everybody, listeners. And at the end, I was like, it was so weird because he went back to Romeo, but Romeo all of a sudden didn't have a mustache. Remember when I said that? That was Bobby. I didn't realize the person he was laying next to had white blonde hair. Because you know what? I oh, will it was a different person. <laughs> picture Bobby Drake blonde. I will always picture him blonde. I, he hasn't been blonde. Like, I, I, I don't even know. Since Spider-Man and his amazing friends, Bobby Drake is always blonde in my brain. It's so weird. So when I looked at it, I was like, well, that blonde is Bobby. <laughs> no, that blonde was Christian Frost. Bobby hooked up with Romeo and then went back and slept with Christian. Messy. Messy bottom. But can't, isn't Christian psychic? Yeah, yeah I'm, well, isn't no, he has know? astral projections. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he can read minds per se. Also, is wasn't Christian betraying Bobby too? Listen, I think we're dropping that plot line. <laughs> We've Jesus never done Christ. anything. There were so many things in Marauders that were just fucking dropped. Yeah, and it's like rather than picking those really cool threads up, how about we just give uh we give fucking Charles Xavier's Mamumdry, however the fuck you say that twin, uh, a fucking box with a million-year-old mutant. Ugh. Ugh. Hate it. Um, but enough about Marauders. So this Iceman comic is, so he sleeps with Christian, and then he disappears, he vanishes. Um, Bobby does. And the reason he vanishes is because Loki cast a spell Loki was fighting some frost giant and needed Bobby's powers to help him. And Bobby was like, fuck you, Loki. Last time I saw you was way back in like the Louise Simonson X Factor where Bobby had to wear that belt. 
because Loki made his powers go out. Oh, that's right. That was Loki that did that. Foreshadowing. Remember that? Yes. And then Bobby's like, oh my God, I'm still mad at you for that. And Loki's like, oh my God, that is so not like the Loki of today, (laughs) which is pretty funny because it's so not. So did he end up helping him? Like super villain Loki is so not today's Loki. No, they weren't flirting. They were fighting this frost giant that was like half Loki's dad and half Bobby's dad. Like the frost giant had Bobby's dead father. But I thought, so the dad died and turned into a frost giant? No, the frost giant like took on the form of the dad. Issues. Issues. But um, it's super hot. Like Bobby is in just his underwear. I need to coming down the stairs while Christian is playing piano. Oh my god! And Christian goes, "Cool new costume." And Bobby goes, "This is just my underwear." And Christian goes, "Ah, with you, one can never know." I mean, why is he? I mean, (laughs) your your costume throughout most of your life was just underwear. Yes, like an X Factor and a belt. Just underwear and a belt. Given Folsom. Um, Christian is also very sweet to Bobby in this book. Like, oh. they're a beautiful couple. I don't buy it. So even if he did betray Kitty, it's fine. They're so cute together, Bobby and Christian. All right, I want to read this shit. Speaking... It's good. And it's Luciano Vecchio. Speaking of great, X-Men great days... Have you listened to the latest Cerebro? Cerebro is it Cerebro X? No, Kieran, I haven't. Kieran Gillen. I think it's just is that Cerebro. His name? Kieran Gillen. Kieran Gillen of the Immortal X Men. Three hours long, talking about the history of Mister Sinister. Oh wait! Before that, there's a five-hour-long episode. Five-hour oh, long. Oh, I know. Talking about oh, that's, Emma but that's Frost. like episode three this is the latest one that just came out you need it's really good it's funny because there's a part in his if you have this cerebro x don't because they're better he's better than us (laughs) i know i know Um, i don't want to feel bad about myself but he goes through he at one point he just does like a 20 minute long history like reads you the entire history arc of the character um and there is a whole entire world of stuff that I just missed. I missed all of the Nazis. Did I didn't know that he was supposedly like in Nazi Germany helping, like helping experiment on Jews and stuff. And I was like, and then they're like, oh, and then Kieran uh, Gillen is like, yeah, I try to like, you know, breeze over that. But then they talked about how they wrote lines like, Oh, remember back when that other clone was really racist. Like they're kind of just using oh, that, like, yeah. oh, this this other clone. Sweep. My other clones developed other bad yeah, behavioral yeah. things that not all of the clones have. Yeah, like Jamie Madrox. Exactly. So, so I was like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of funny. Um, but um, they did bring up the whole thing of like, is Mister Sinister? Is it bad that you know you we queer coded him and made him gay? Um, where it's like turning villains gay, can people get mad at that? But they were just like, but clearly this man was always gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like he was gay from the get-go. And I also did not realize that Mr. Sinister was created. Mr. Sinister and the adversary. Remember the adversary, the guy who's dressed like yeah, the Yeah, for like that whole in-between mutant massacre and follow the mutants. Mr. Sinister and the adversary were supposed to be the same character. 
Wow. Do you know which character? Shadow King? Mad Jim Jaspers. Oh, shit. And he was supposed to be the one that created Madeline Pryor and was obsessed with Cyclops and everything. Oh, he sure ain't. But guess who stopped it? Alan Moore sued and didn't want them to use it because it was still part of his Captain Britain thing. I think it worked out for the best. Yes, it's all fine. Except for the adversary. (laughs) Nobody. Well, that was, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, Anyway, let's talk about another X book. X-Men Red. X-Men Red, which is killing it. This book. This book is is so so fucking good. It's immortal or just like, mwah. Chef's kiss. Another good Al, Al Ewing. Oh. The only thing, as we as we addressed in the beginning with our little act out, Abigail Brand, I want to know, like, like I, I just want to know, like, what, like, why would you spend all this time being a double agent, a triple agent, and now you're working for Orcus? If maybe, why is she acting so evil? And no, and in it, nobody trusts her. Storm. Magneto, and now we find Cable comes back. uh, uh, Thunderbird. Everyone's like, she's evil, right? Yeah, she's evil. Everyone knows she's evil. What is she doing? Can anyone fire her? Like, does she have a boss? I know. So it's kind of like, why are we letting her run things? But then I'm just like, does she know that this is all happening? Like, who has the upper hand? Who do you think has the upper hand? I wouldn't be surprised if it was Brand. Me too, because if you notice, Cable and Storm aren't they don't they aren't aware of each other's not trusting brand. They'll get there. <sighs> They'll get there. Uh you know who really shined in this issue? Who? Sunspot. Roberto De Costa. Yes. Okay. All right. So here's the thing. Let's give a little breakdown. Abigail Brand has her own brand of of Mars X-Men. And then Storm made her like brotherhood with Magneto and Sunspot and who else is on it? And then that mortal Martian The Fisher guy. King. The Fisher King, but there's another person on it, isn't there? I think it's just the four of them. Um, and so they're doing their own thing. But then they find out Abigail's X-Men, oh, they want she wants a seat, she wants a seat on the Council of Mars. So she's gonna send Vulcan, crazy god-hungry Vulcan. I never died. I never died to battle Tarn. And Storm is like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's just like, look, this is, this is the plan. And she's like, I don't know what your plan is. Me? I don't trust it. So Storm is like, hey, I have a feeling this is all going to go south. She's underestimating Tarn. How about you challenge uh, Magneto and uh, you take the, you take the seat? So we're, we're left with, and I'm sorry, I love a good battle. Like a good battle to the death with a whole arena watching. I love me that shit. Oh, I love it. Who doesn't? I love it. And we already saw Tarn tried to battle Storm. Storm beat him and wouldn't kill him. Um, But uh, Vulcan has a trick up his sleeve given to by Abigail Brand, a little thing that, what did he do? Oh, it, was it actually his powers that he was doing that uses that? Yeah, he's like I can. Away? He's like I can control energy, including like mutant power energy, which I was like, bit of a stretch, but okay, we'll accept it. It's all worth it. 
this is the funniest it's the, fucking there thing. There are both fights in this issue are the funniest things I have ever seen. Because he's like, okay, well, I guess we don't have powers. We're going to have to fight. He punches the shit out of him. He's like, oh, you don't know how to fucking fight? And then he breaks his arm and then just beats him to death. And you're like, Falcon doesn't know how to fight. He's he so powerful. He's never learned how to like throw a punch. I literally <laughs> thought it's so funny. It's so funny. It's I, so I really hilarious. went in here thinking Vulcan was gonna win and Vulcan was gonna be on the council and yada boom. <laughs> no, 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 no. At one point, Tarn, he's like, "You're no match for my face tentacles." I'm like, "This is great. That's hilarious." And you see Vulcan being like, "Boo." And because he's using he's like, all oh. of his powers to suck away Tarn's powers, so he can't just, like, blast him. Hilarious. This is times where, where Vulcan has been owned. He keeps getting owned. He's so he pathetic. Like it. He's so pathetic. No, he's going to explode. I fucking love it. What a joke. Well, explode. If I mean, well, I guess he's probably a front of the line resurrected person because he's dead. A few people, and, a, a lot of people died oh, in this yeah. issue, actually. Yeah, and... Don't they even say, like, the Shi'ar are trying to, like, wipe away any record of when Vulcan was their emperor? Yes, like, yes. The Shi'ar yeah, is like, like he suck. Yeah, we fucking hate him. So then the, what we didn't know was going to be the real fight starts, but I want to go back a little bit into something Sunspot did to get us to this place. And I'm not talking about the Iska scene. I'm talking about Sunspot calling Eric headmaster yes which gave me goosebumps it did because you're just like oh fuck these two this have a huge fucking history there was a long period of time where magneto was like sunspot's dad I oh totally and remember about that remember why sunspot ran away and joined the fallen angels it was because magneto took over and sunspot was like fuck this and he ran away yeah. That's how that started. And Sunspot, I would say Sunspot is one of the most changed characters from beginning to end. Like you can even, I feel like even more than Kitty. Like Kitty started off as this little girl and then grew up into this warrior. But Sunspot yeah. is like, who would have thought Sunspot, this like kind of dopey strong guy, is like a master um it's like, like a Batman. Like political it's like a, like a Batman. Yeah. Uh, you know like what he I mean? sees three steps ahead. Yeah. Yes. He, Who would have thought I mean, that? I, a lot of it, I go back to when he took over AIM. What what book was that? It was like an Avengers book where he had that weird team. Yes. Yes. Like that was a pivotal run in terms of Sunspot's evolution into this character he is now. Hickman, I don't know if Hickman regressed sunspot or balanced him like i don't think sunspot under hickman was an idiot but he sure acted like one they made him but more of like that... a tony stark like type of uh yeah like, yeah he's he wants to part out and arrogant yeah yeah but he's but he's not a dummy far yeah. from it so he gets into magneto's head with just the word headmaster but then he really gets into someone else's head Okay, so Magneto shows up after Vulcan is dead. And Magneto's like, hey, bitch, you're not done fighting yet. And then Tarn is like, oh, give me a moment. Let me think if I want to accept this. And Iska's like, oh, hey, he's waiting so his powers can come back um, that Vulcan drained. 
And meanwhile, they're talking to Sunspot. And Sunspot was like, oh, I love to win even when I lose. Mm-hmm. And Iska's like, that doesn't make any sense. And here's the thing. I'm still not 100% sure what exactly happened. So you explain what happened going next. I'll give you my take. All right. Okay. So Sunspot looks at Iska and says, I bet you Tarn wins. And the look on Iska's face, like she has just been violated. And here's why. Sunspot got her. Iska has been described as cursed to win. Here's the curse. As soon as Sunspot said, I bet you Tarn wins. Think of Iska like... So, but this is my thing is, but does she have to accept the bet? Or is the bet, does her powers, like just by saying that, do her powers start? Just by saying it. Just by saying it, it starts. So, and this, okay, so now that you said that, so he says, I bet that Tarn wins. He's saying that means on the bet, you... If Tarn wins, Your bet, okay, so you have to bet that Magneto wins. So she she can't lose. So Tarn can't win. If you think about her powers, my interpretation is like, she's kind of like a domino. She affects probability. Yeah. So that she always wins. She also says something about her friendship with Tarn. I think she's been enabling Tarn from the background. You know, she and her power has helped fuel his rise to power because she was always affecting the outcome anytime he did something. Yeah. So she's affecting him. So by Bobby saying, I bet you Tarn wins, it means that he guarantees that Tarn loses. And I think that was the thing I was confused on is I just wasn't 100% sure if she had to take the bet and cause, and it's like, is it that Magneto did it himself or is it that Iska's powers got him the win? It's, it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Like remember how Madeline Pryor was like, don't you know, Cyclops, I affected that fight with you and storm. Yeah. But storm you know, still would have won. Like, but storm, but storm, storm, storm would have fucking won. It's kind of like Madeline that. Pryor. <laughs> yeah. Right. No storm won fair and square. Um, um, so, yeah. I mean, that's why, like, it, him just saying it made her powers kick in. That's why she freaks out and kills him. She fucking snaps on Spot's neck. And poor Storm is just like, whoa, 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 what's going on? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. And that but, makes me wonder, did Storm know that Bobby was going to do that? I don't know. I don't I think don't, she like, did. Why would Bobby think, share? Yeah, I think Bobby was like, that was just a fun little thing he was going to do. Okay, here's a question. If you go up to Iska and you say, I bet you you can't lose, does she just explode? Like, what happens? Does she <laughs> oh just God, Now take... we're getting to, like, that riddle in Labyrinth where, like, one of us is telling the truth yeah. one of us is lying. <laughs> oh, but that one, but, you know, that one, I know the answer to that one. You have to ask always... the other one. You have to ask them what the other one would say and then do the opposite. Oh, yes. What would... But yeah. there's not two yes. Iskas. What if you there's an Iska from another dimension and they had to fight each other? Yikes. Anyway, I want more on her powers because her powers are yeah. fascinating. There's a lot you can do here. But meanwhile... And then the fight the with fight Tarn and Magneto. ...is over in fucking three seconds... Fucking Tarn is he like, shows up like I'm with his helmet you. already floating in the air. Like Megan yeah. knows he's like, I'm going to drop this helmet and that's it. <laughs> yeah. He just so drops good. the helmet. And he's like, Oh, you need to use your, um, all of your powers are telecom, like are 
telekinetic. So psychokinetic. I guess, psychokinetic. So you can't use your powers on me because this helmet's blocking it. You know what else this helmet is blocking? Um, your brains as I crush it <laughs> and you're squished. <laughs> wow. And then the last page is just, yep, Magneto sits in the seat of loss. Boom. Next. Fun. Shit. So fun. How can this be so good and then Marauders is so bad? How the tables have know. turned. How the tables have turned indeed. Um, especially for one of comics' favorite same-sex couples. Can we do a little bit of gotta get a comic? Hit it. You gotta get a comic if you wanna get a Alright, this is our segment about non-X-Men comics, and we have one. Hulking, hulking, hulking and wickling. Hulking and wickling. <laughs> wickling. I love wickling. Wickling and, huck and hiccup. <laughs> hulkling and wicken, number one, by Josh Trujillo, uh, who I met at FlameCon once. Nice guy. Um, it is the story of Bobby and Teddy. What? Why couldn't I get these people <laughs> Billy and Teddy. <laughs> All these gays, I can't keep them wait straight. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's right, their name is Billy and Teddy. How has there not been a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure thing? Oh my god. Why has no one thought Bill of this? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure mashup. Oh, Billy and Teddy's excellent <laughs> adventure So it opens. Did you read this? No, I did not read it. Just tell me oh, okay, that. well, you might want to because they're in space. You know, Hulkling is the head of the Kree Skrull yes. Alliance, and um, uh, Billy is his royal consort. And so they live in space, and Billy's like, I want to have some gays over for dinner. And so they have North Star, Kyle, and Iceman over for fucking dinner. And that's act one of this show. Of okay. This book. It's just a dinner conversation between. Kyle, North Star, Iceman, Billy. Why not his brother and uh, Prodigy? Um, I don't know. I think there's a falling out, and I want to know more about it. Ooh. <laughs> I think the artist is lazy. <laughs> and a lot of it is like, oh my god, we're the perfect couple. Like, What is it like for you guys being married, North Star and Kyle? Oh my god, they're, they're like, we're like, getting oh a divorce? God, it takes so much compromise. <laughs> It takes so much compromise. No, uh, but we love each other. But it's not easy. You know, th- there are fights, and we're totally opposite. And Billy and Teddy's like, we never fight. And already, I'm like, here we go. Here comes trouble in paradise. Oh, what do they fight about? So, well, Iceman is like, so do you guys ever think you're gonna move back to New York? And Teddy says no, and Billy says yes at the same time. And they're like, oh no. We have a fundamental difference. But just then, the guests leave. And this is why I'm like a little, I'm I'm a little, I'm not annoyed. I I guess we need to do this. But basically this story introduces through Billy and Teddy being trapped in alternate realities where they don't remember who they are. They each have a different boyfriend. And they can't remember one another. Like it just happens very suddenly. They're in some sort of illusion. Wait. Wait. Is it wait? But what's, this, like, what offsets that? Like, what's what what what's the instigator for that? Uh, I'll tell you. It's a she, and I'll give you some clues. 
Um, we love her. She's witchy. She's magical. Enchantress? The gays Enchantress? love her. Oh. No. No. The gays love her. Uh, she's got a hit single. Dazzler? No. And she Lila must be Chaney? super bored. Super bored with the Scarlet Witch because she's moved on to his son. Wait. And it was her all along. Who? Oh, it was uh, Agatha oh. Harkness? Yes. Is Agatha, Har- Agatha I thought Harkness Agatha Harkness is them. dead. No, no, she's not mm-hmm. dead because she's in um, oh, Str- she's Strange dead. Academy. Is she still old or is she more like... She's kind of like, you know how they like Aunt May is like, I'm still old, but I'm kind of hip and I've got a cute haircut now. Oh, okay. They hipped her up. It's like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so Agatha, but Agatha yes. Harkness was pretty good before. She's basically doing this to show Billy what he's capable of. So at the end, it turns out Billy's able to break through the illusion from his love for Teddy. He and Teddy reunite. Teddy remembers, and then Agatha's like, "Ha ha ha!" Like comes, you know, she comes from behind the veil, and he was like, "I didn't think you were this powerful." And she's like, "I'm not, but you are. You actually did all of this. I just helped." She she just so kind like, of that's kind of like Agatha, where she kind of hopped onto Wanda's power, like in WandaVision. Yeah. Yes. So this is Agatha trying to show, like trying to train Billy in her fucked up way, which is a very WandaVision kind of Agatha. Oh. Yeah. All right. I love it. Yeah. And then it turns out like the guy that was Teddy's boyfriend, like still exists and is out there somewhere. And he actually, um, I think this is going to turn into a digital comic, an infinity comic series on Unlimited. Uh-huh. Where I guess they just put all the gays. And I think there's going to be Billy and Teddy coming to the aid of this character that I think still remembers the reality of him and Teddy in love. And he's a giant purple space pirate, by the way. It makes Teddy look Fuck, I need to read that too. All right, I'm going to read yeah. that in Iceman. Yeah, you got to get on this Marvel Unlimited. It's All the gays are there. Is that also only on Marvel Unlimited? Yes. Why is only the gay stuff not for sale? What is this? Is bullshit. This is an actual comic. This This is is homophobia. Okay. Oh, okay. I was about to call homophobia. It's an actual comic, but it said I think the rest of the series is going to take place on. Oh, now that Pride's over, we don't need to give the fucking faggots exactly. What is this bullshit? Oreos are back to black and white. It's July. No, not yet. Pride's not over. New York hasn't even had Pride yet. Next weekend. (sighs) Ah. Well, how about we get into uh, some uh, TV shows? Let's get into it. Let's get into some TV. Hit it. Someone who watch superhero sci-fi stuff with me. Um, do you want to talk about the boys first? Do you want to talk about Ms. Marvel first? Um, let's talk about the boys. Let's talk about the boys. How about I'm, the boys? How about them boys? I am... The boys is stressful. Mm-hmm. It's very stressful. It's stressful, like, long-term stressful, because this is a show about a fascist taking over, and the Trump satire and the alt-right satire is delicious. And evidently, Reddit, um, boys subreddits, are, like, collapsing in on themselves because... All the alt-right incels always thought the boys was pro-them. Yeah. 
Oh no! You, know, you you watch what you want to. You see what you want. Oh, to of see, course. That's know. like how my mom would. My mom would watch All in the Family with my grandfather, my racist grandfather. Right, and, and she and, and like, he, that Archie's. Yeah, yeah. He never right. realized that Archie was the butt of the joke. Like it was a satire, <laughs> right? So fans are realizing that they are the butt of the joke. Oh, it's so, so did they? Well did they? Online. Wait, they're realizing that now. They didn't now, realize when yeah. Stormfront came out as a Nazi that maybe Thank the show you. was against that. I think they started to realize. I feel people are so fucking stupid. Oh, they're so stupid. It's driving yeah. me crazy how dumb. And then they go online is. and they get stupider. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's really weird. It's a really bad time. I blame the internet. Yeah, the internet anyway, ruined everything. It really did. But here's the, the thing that I find um, so fucked up is that Homelander is basically an insane fascist, racist, clearly racist fascist, who basically is like, if anyone up upsets me in any way that upsets the the ebb and flow of my of my plans, I will my just ego. take over the entire world. Right, right. So, so just don't fuck with me. And, and he's so easily upset. Yes, he's like a hair trigger. That's yes. what makes the show so stressful. Like you never know when he's just about to like just viciously murder someone in the middle of a scene. Yes. Like when, when he was on the board, didn't you think that woman was about to be murdered? Oh my God, she was going to get lasered in hell. Yes, I know. And I was when like, he was talking, killer. when he was talking to Queen Maeve at the end, I was like hiding my eyes. But we like, don't know what happened like to her. Murder but her. we don't know what happened to her. I think she was kidnapped. Well, I know she was kidnapped, but he could have lasered her legs off or something. I mean, who knows what's going on? Who knows? Oh God, so gross. But here's... The show, the show is so gross. But here, I know. Here's the other fucked up thing is the only person who can save um uh who can save the world from harbinger a uh, harbinger homelander is fucking a fucking crazy Another fucking fascist a crazy uh, i don't i is he a fascist or is he um, well I, like he's he's got to be like an alpha control freak like do what i say or I'll, he's another like do what i say or i'll kill you person that's and why also the Avengers... a racist like he's he's just like a crazy republican yeah the scarlet witch was like we all hated you yeah so we sold you out we we fuck it's like a rock in a hard place oh yeah yeah I just want but butcher then he to kill like, all. Take your but you saw all. when he when he was walking around and he saw like a gay couple kissing. He was like, "Oh, it was like, Ugh. and I was like, oh no, this is not good. I know this is not good." But then I'll, at the same time, butcher is awful because butcher is like my end goal is to murder every single yeah. person with powers. He says that, that to includes, me, and then they fuck. Yes, and that includes Starlight. And um, wait, does and Kamiko does Kamiko have a code name? Uh, Kamiko, no. Okay. But so, she doesn't have powers um, anymore. But she now, but then, but I guess she doesn't have power. I'm curious though, if that's going to last, I have a feeling they're going to come back. She'll be so, because yeah, I think just it, because she'll be so upset if they do. So of course they will. Cause that's the boys. Yes. But I also feel that it's raises the stakes more. If Homelander only loses his power for a tiny bit. So there's just like yes, a window of you have time. A window you have to kill him. Yeah. When you need to, I think that would make it more interesting. Um, but then it ends. There's like a huge musical number with Frenchie and Kamiko, and Frenchie. He's so cute. Is so, is he's so, so hot. He's so fucking hot. I've always he's like. So he was the hot. first character that my husband and I like. Season one, we're like, hello. And he's so adorable. Um, his dancing yeah. was so cute. 
And yeah, this is also sad. And do you know what the worst part is? There's only one person. There's only one person that's right in this entire thing. Starlight. 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 She is Starlight right. is the, she's the, is the one. only one. She's the only one that knows what's really the only up. one who has a moral she's compass. She's the only one that knows has a moral compass. Yeah. Just, but she's also is the one where she's like, I, I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. I try to get people on my team and then they get kidnapped. They get murdered. I have my boyfriend decides to get powers and he's going to become obsessed with his powers. Cause I mean, it's basically it's drug addiction. That, I mean, do we know what happens? Have you read like what happens? No, in the comics? no. I mean, I know they've branched off a lot, so it's probably not. Yeah, like I know. I'm I'm interested of like, I have a feeling Huey's going to want to have those powers permanently. I do too. I think in the comics, Mother's Milk is revealed to have powers that he never tells anyone about. What? Yeah, but I don't think they're doing that in the show. Is it that he can breastfeed? (laughs) And that's why he was called Mother's Milk. I have to say though, speaking of Huey, it might be the Scream 4, Scream 5 talking, but I'm starting to be really attracted to Jack Wade and his new teleportation powers that he gets from taking the temporary V where he teleports out of his clothes. I don't hate it. And you get to see his butt. You get to see his butt and his like cute skinny body. Yeah. I don't hate it. I'm 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 digging the season. Yeah, it's good. It's just stressing me out. And here's the thing. I think yeah. I think we need to end Homelander. There's nowhere else to They're go. They're going to end Homelander, but then it's going to be fucking Soldier Jensen Boy. Ackles. Yeah. It's going to be fucking Soldier Boy. They and they're like, like, well, great. Now, how do we get rid of this one? Right, right. <laughs> it's like that. What's the Simpsons, the Whacking Day Simpsons, where they get rid of the snakes by, like, releasing thousands of mongooses and then they get rid oh, yeah, of the mongooses yeah. with cats and then they get rid of the cats with the gorillas yeah. and then they're like what do we do with the gorillas they're like they'll freeze to death during the winter <laughs> <laughs> that's where this is headed oh my god that's hilarious stressful but a show that is not stressful which was actually your gripe <laughs> last week is Ms. Marvel on Disney Plus and I will say I was complaining where I was like, oh, it just needs more of a punch. Like this, I was like, okay. Yeah. I think it just suffered for me. It suffered from pilotitis. Yes, exactly. Where now it was like, okay, there's action. There's some stakes. There's bad guys. I see there's people. I was like, okay, this is what I wanted in the first. I just wanted this all in the first. Like intrigue and and danger. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I was like, okay, so now I'm like, I'm on board. I will tell you this, though. Here's the thing. She's using her powers. She's learning to use her powers. This show's very good at montages. Lots of montages. Yes. Um, she's learning to, like, figure out how her powers work. And she's learned that she can use her powers to kind of create these, like, stepping discs. to Hard kind of light. Run ac- like, hard light to kind of, like, run across air. And there's this one part where this little kid falls, like, off a curtain and falls out a window. Idiot. And he goes to save... He goes, she saves him. But at the very end, her powers, she hasn't completely perfected it. And then she ends up slipping. And then the kid, like, falls a bit and, like, and he's going to be like, ow, my leg. (laughs) And I was like, oh. And they're all like, oh. And I'm like, oh, I know immediately they're all going to be like, oh, this fucking bitch broke his leg. And they're all going to blame. And I hate that shit because I'm like, that kid would be blood splatters. He would just be dead. Oh. It's like, oh, I'm suing you for breaking my ribs when you gave me CPR when I had a heart attack. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like, fuck. Oh, that, it just makes that's me very people. angry that that's going to happen. I hate people. 
That's people. Anyway. I hate people too because that's people. But I will say there's a new cute guy on campus. <gasps> Cameron. So hot. Cameron. But immediately was like, oh, you're the new kid. And I was like, oh, well, he's definitely. Like, clearly, yeah. He's either a bad guy or he's working for the cops or something like but that. But their, their conversations, their scenes together were adorable. Adorable. And I really loved the Kingo reference. Yeah. So it turns out he um, Yeah, is... it took me a second where I didn't realize I didn't realize what that was at first. I thought they were talking about a real um No they were talking about like it's Kumal. But it was yeah, it's but it's from the Eternals. And that's when I realized that I was like, oh that's amazing. So he is <laughs> he's a character in the comic, and he actually is another inhuman in the comic. He has powers. So oh, that what is are his powers? That, um, like bioelectric stuff. So it turns out at the end um, that Cameron's mother is the person who is in Kamala's visions. But is she the great-grandmother? That's what I was wondering, but I don't think so. And she doesn't age? He said my mother. But is his mother the great great? That's what I just wasn't. I wasn't. I don't know. Sure I think she's connected. She I think she's connected to whatever happened to the great grandmother. I don't think she is the great grandmother. Okay. Because then, if she's related to him, doesn't that mean that then she's related to him, and then they can't be a love interest? <laughs> no, right? Are they going to do incest? That's why I'm like, I don't think they'll bring up incest. I think she's a oh different my God, character. You know what this show needs? Inc- full incest. Full incest. <laughs> oh yeah, I was saying that about Moon Knight. Oh, yeah. That's what the MCU needs, is more incest. Stop it. Why are we talking about that? Um, but yeah, this sh- like episode two raised the stakes, not only in her superhero life, but also her normal life, um, where she's working with Nakia to create like a, a more friendly corner for the women in the mosque. You know, so like... Like, this life, is definitely it's very, like, like it's oh, I was like, life. well, this is a very touchy suspect subject. I'd be very interested to see like how the Muslim community reacts to that of like, where they're yeah, like, wow, aggressive. this is bullshit that the women look where the, where all the women have to be separated. Why is all of our area shitty yeah. and yours is good? And I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. Hey, this is shit I don't know about. A progressive voice about like, Islam and politics. And it was also very sad. Like her friend, um, was talking about like oh because I pass as white, she's biracial. Um, Muslims so she's... Muslims say that I'm white, but then white people say that I'm Muslim. So I wear yeah. this hijab to kind of like put myself in place of like where I belong, of like to give myself this community. And it was like, it was just very interesting. Like I feel like I'm learning a lot watching this. Yeah. And, oh, which like I think about is such a, a wonderful thing. about the partition. Like uh, this is a part of history I really didn't know that much about. The partition where India and Pakistan violently separated in, I think, like oh, yeah. the forty, yeah. like, wow, and it's just something yes. that brings the family shame, and like you saw the family kind of clam up about it, like not speak about it. Yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah, because that was the thing of like, because that was the main, the majority Muslim area, and they just decided to, you know, they just decided to cut it off. You know, that's the thing but of Texas. just making these arbitrary. Yeah, just these arbitrary lines that colonialists are like just, you know, you know, playing around with. Anyway, Ms. Marvel is teaching us. And that's what I love about these shows. Yes. This is what the fucking incels and crazy right wing people are all like, this is bullshit. 
but it's like, but you're learning about another culture, isn't that learning about the world amazing? you live on? Why is that bad? Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, everybody die. Just no, white people. not yet. Just after X Men. After MCU X Men. <laughs> oh dear. Let's talk about Madeline Ashton. I'm sorry. Um, let's talk about another sh- uh, another show. I just want to bring up what really quick. Have you been watching the Time Traveler's Wife? No, but I did see that he went back in time and gave himself head in one scene. Brett, I want you to watch it. Okay. And and then I want us to talk about okay. it because I think it's I think it's really good. I'm I'm really into it, and it has a very interesting. His like uh uh, what is it called? Like it's its own Bible, like lore of how time works. Oh, nice! Like this, the time traveler's wife works in a world where time is completely unchangeable. Oh, interesting! Anything that happens has happened. What a relief! If you go in the past, then that had always was always meant to happen. There's no changing the future ever. Love that. So simple. Yeah. So it's. It's very, it's very interesting where most other time things you are usually, oh, I'm going to go back in time and fix things and change things and do things. And this, you cannot do that. And kind of once you know that, um, what that does to like, of someone who can time travel, what that does to their psyche. Oh, I read a, there was a Kurt Vonnegut book called Time Quake, where there was a time quake and it made, it forced everybody back 25 years, but it was the past was unchangeable. So everybody just had to go through the same motions of they had to relive their past. Like there was no ability to change it, but they had their sentience of like the present slash future, like from before. But so could they, but could they talk? That's going to happen. But are they allowed to talk or does they that even say, change the past? Oh, I don't remember that aspect. Wow, that's fucked up. Because like, then if you know you die. Like, you know you die in a car accident, you're, you're like, I have to get into this car. Fuck. Anyway, I'll watch it because I finished Hacks and I finished I Love That For You, so I need a new show. Is that done? Is it finished? Mm-hmm. I'm like a couple episodes behind. All right, I'm going to finish that one. I love that show so Which good. one? I love Don't that Don't tell you. me anything. And Hacks. And Hacks. I love They're both amazing. They're both eight episodes. Hacks just got renewed for another season. As well as so it should. So very interesting. The ending and I feel is Hacks, phenomenal. But hacks ended where, like, if the show didn't come back, it could, would have been a fine ending. So there's going to have to be a very big reset for the third season, which I'm very excited to see what they're going to do. I am saying nothing. Why? Do you know what's going to happen? I watched it. I watched the finale. They oh, make no, it very no, clear hacks? what the new what the new setup is. With hacks? Yes. What do you mean? I watched it. Oh, okay. Why, what do you think the it? new setup is? Yeah, she yeah. fired her. Setup is gonna... Yes, but I'm saying, but then he fi- she fired her, and then she's going off and doing her own thing, and then Gene Smart's doing her own thing. So that's the thing is there's no you, there's how no be, thing of saying yeah. how they're going to meet up again. Yeah, true. But true. I, here's my idea. This is my idea. She's is that her stuff is so successful, she's going to be offered a sitcom, <gasps> and they're going to bring in her to uh, be in a sitcom, and she's, be, she's be not the show be able to navigate it. No, but no, they're going to bring her in to be the showrunner. Oh, I thought you meant 
Okay, I got you. I got you. And then they're going to fight where it's just like, but this is my show. And right. she, and the, I made and, you. And she'll be like, oh, yeah, but it's my show. I'm the showrunner. So like that. And then they'll start fighting again. Yay. That's what I'm Yay. The, the moment for me was Jimmy walking back into that auditorium and yelling, he's okay. He's I know. That is iconic. <laughs> iconic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. Let's get out of here and figure out what we're going to do for episode 227. Just two episodes away. Oh, Mary. I think maybe we should do the characters from 227 as the X-Men. All right. I'll be Pearl as Wolverine. (laughs) I'll be Regina King. Yes. (laughs) No, someone has to be Sandra. Uh, Can we bring Jack A. Harry onto the show? I'm sure she would do Ooh. it. <laughs> Make her talk about comic books. She'd be like, baby, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this ranty, wobbly episode of Comic Book Queers, colon, legacy. <laughs> thank Anything you, you so want to say, Abel, Jeff? Um, I just want to say thank you. Happy Pride. And... Um, if you happen to read a comic, well, then you need to celebrate Pride. Why? Yep. Because I hate to break it to you. You are now queer. queer. Bye. Bye. Bye.